Are you achieving the goals that you set for your life? Today, we're talking about what is and how to create a life design declaration. Dara says a life design declaration can help connect you to who you are, what you want to achieve, and how you spend your time. So please stick around and enjoy the show. of Coffee with Tea. I am your host, Tanya Tyler, and today we have a great guest on who's going to help us basically design our, our lifestyle. She's going to explain it better than I can, but Ms. Dara Fairman will help us create a life design declaration. So welcome, Ms. Dara, for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It is a true honor to be here today. Well, I, I've, I always ask, how are you and your family dealing with the whole COVID-19? I know we're opening up, so, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Well, you know, we're, we're all doing the best that we can, similar to yourself. So it's interesting. School just started back uh, yesterday, and for the first five weeks, we're virtual. So we've introduced that into the mix. So virtual school is from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, the four of us, I have a, a son who's 16, a daughter who's 13, and my husband and I, we're all still working from home, but we're all healthy. My, my parents are healthy. We actually get to see them Labor Day weekend. We're going to take a COVID test and then drive to Detroit so that we keep them safe. So it, with all things being considered, we're doing well. That's great. Great. And like, so it's a pleasure to talk to you. And I love the cobblers. I just have to say, you're so private and, and bright. I love it. I love it, especially in this morning. Well, I'm thinking on my tea. So anyway. <laughs> sometimes because my brother watches and he says Tanya you never have your coffee so I was like this is for you bro this is for you. <laughs> you have it you have it you have it Ms. <laughs> Dar, as we start to dive in um we're talking about creating a life design declaration and first of all you know I always have to ask what is the definition of what you're talking about, a, a, a design declaration? What does that mean? Yes, okay, I'm gonna talk to you and talk to all of us here about what exactly is a life design declaration. And then after I talk about that, if you wanna talk about the importance of it, we can definitely do that. But we'll start with a quote. I love quotes and I always do a lot of quotes. The first uh, quote that we'll start with is from Abraham Lincoln, who was the 16th president of the United States, as most of us know. And he says, the best way to predict your future is to create it. And that is the overall purpose of a life design declaration. A life design declaration is your official statement of your plan for your specified manner of living. What it does is it answers the question as to what do you want out of your life? What do you want from your personal life? What do you want from your professional life? It is in a, essentially 10 to 12 statements or phrases that touch on every aspect of your life that's important to you, your work, your community efforts, your family, your friends, your health, 
your me time, anything that is important to you that dictates how you want to live your life is what it includes. That's what those 10 to 12 statements do. It essentially provides us with a life compass. It provides us with a life compass that guides you as you go about uh, the exercise of creating your goals. It provides us with a life compass as we go about the exercise of creating our priorities. It provides us with a life compass as we go about figuring out when and how to say no. <laughs> well, I know that's, that's a key thing because like I said, I know a lot of us take on this whole, we say a lot of yes, yes, yes. But as we keep saying yes, 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 are we missing? I mean, there's a balance. Like if you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else, right? So you are. Yes. And it, you, yes, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> so basically, not, not to like your to say yes. design declaration is, is basically your, like your, um, it, and I'm not trying to put the words in your mouth. So I'm just trying to understand of course. how you govern what your priorities are. It helps you to govern your priorities. It helps you to have a better understanding of what is really important to you. So that way, when you say yes, when I say yes to my mom, to my mommy calling me and saying, no, I need to see you. I know it's COVID, but I need you and your family to come from Cincinnati to Detroit and we need to be together. I know that I need to figure out how to say yes to that because relationships with my family are part of my life design declaration and it's important. So that means I need to make all the calls to figure out how do we get the COVID test? How do we make sure that we stay home for the five or six days that it takes for us to go there? How do we make sure that we stop as infrequently as possible? Wear the mask, don't touch people, all that type of stuff because a part of my life design declaration is my relationship with my family. Right. So uh, basically you're like learning to like, or refocusing your life to, to live it on purpose. To live your life on purpose, according to what's important to you. Not according to what other people are telling you how you should live your life, but according to who you actually are. Right, right. And I know you, I, I, I don't know if we really dove into the importance of it. I think we're, mm -hmm. we're touching on the basis of it now, correct? Well, yeah, we can talk about why it's important. So essentially what we are all struggling with is we all struggle with the jungle. We all have been pulled into too many different directions. We need more sleep. We long for less guilt. We crave being able to actually say no. We feel stressed out. We desire work-life balance. We yearn for more energy. What we want to be able to do is to take a look at how do we begin to do things to do our life differently? How do we begin to align, to, to live our life and live a life that's filled with what's most important to us, our own intrinsic satisfaction, our inner serenity, having less guilt and less stress. So how do we go about doing this? It begins with understanding and take a moment to think about what is really inside of you, what's important to you. Who are you? What is important to you? It begins with you creating your life design declaration, which helps you to have that life compass to live your life according to who you really are, not who other people think you are supposed to be. Right, right. So, I mean, to, um, I'm just like said, explain and trying to get a little deeper um, understanding of, of it. 
and it, it it doesn't necessarily has to be so rigid. It can be flexible and fluid and change with with your with your times and your your life, right? Of course, it has to be flexible. It has to be because we are always met with 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 uh, different challenges as life goes on. But what 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 is funny is once you sit down and think about who you are and what's important to you and, and start prioritizing those different things, what happens is yes, life does change. Um, unless yes, there's some aspects of ourselves that change, but our basic values they don't change that much understanding what your basic values are can really help you to meet whatever those challenges and those differences in your life as, as things come along. Right, right. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I always like to ask, basically, we, I think we mm -hmm. talked in, in the pre, what's your, your origin story? How did this come to be important for you and, and how you teach other people to do it? Right. So I can tell you my life stories. I think you and I talked about it before. So I graduated from Hampton University, top Ooh, of my oh, class. Yes, HBCU. Uh, <laughs> I was ranked ninth in my class, first in my department. And I graduated and earned admittance directly into the University of Michigan's Broad School of Business. Only 4% of my class was accepted directly out of undergrad, and I was a part of that 4%. So as I matriculated and earned my bachelor's and earned my master's of business administration, I always kept in mind three different things. Who am I? What do I want to achieve? And what do I need to uh, focus on to make sure that I achieve my goals? So my goals, my whole purpose for my education was uh, to obtain Fortune 500 brand management experience. I saw myself as future success, and I remained focused on not only gaining the academic achievement, but also the leadership needed to make sure that that happened. So graduated from school, corporate experience included GlaxoSmithKline, consumer healthcare, Pepsi, and Sara Lee. And as I was employed by each of these different companies, I kept in mind, once again, what are my goals? Who am I as a person? And what do I need to remain focused on to achieve those goals while remaining true to myself? I saw myself, my goal was to be a well-respected and well-rounded marketing, marketing leader. I saw myself as a successful marketing leader. So I always remain focused on the goals and key priorities of each of the organizations that I work for. So while at GlaxoSmithKline, I led the development and execution of the most persuasive television advertising campaign in the history of the brand. Uh, while at Pepsi, I led the creation and development of numerous fruitful regional marketing programs that were heralded as the blueprint, the example by our national headquarters. And at Sara Lee, I created a category management capability for our company. Interestingly enough, I was not hired into Sara Lee to create a category management capability for the company. I was hired to grow a retail brand within a food service oriented company. So I get all packed up 
in the Boston area, the Chicago area. My uncle helps me find an apartment, get all settled in, and I go to my first day of work. And learn something very interesting. Mark, who hired me in, was no longer my boss. Right, right. The company was going through this big reorg. <laughs> and it was a very interesting time. So my new boss comes on board, Sylvia, about four to six weeks later. And I sit down and I meet with her. And I do the same thing that I've done with any other boss. And that was to take her through what I was focusing on, what my goals and priorities were, and ask her the question I always ask. How does this fit into what you're doing? And Sylvia said, it doesn't. So I'm like, I knew I had a problem because daddy told me <laughs> from the time that he dropped me off at Hampton University that any job you have, no matter what it is, you have the exact same real job. We all have one job. And the job is to make your boss look good at all times. And so I'm like, wow, well, how am I going to make Sylvia look good if what I'm doing doesn't even matter to her? Right, right, right. right. So and, yeah. she and I, yeah, we sit down and we, you know, we meet a couple of months go by. We continue to have our, our weekly meetings. And I keep asking her that same question. She's like, keeps giving me the same answer. It has nothing to do with her priority. So I finally work up the nerve to ask the follow-up question. What does this mean for me? And she says, oh, Dara, you know, I see how you operate. I see the way you do things. We are creating a category management capability for the company. It's really new to the industry. You're the perfect one to lead it. So I go down and I meet with, with um, Bert, who was the VP of Human Resources. And he closes the door because, you know, there's some future details we need to work out. And so Bert's like, I've been watching you this whole time. I've never seen someone self-guide their career the way you did because we were going through a reorg. And so I'm thinking to myself, wow, I can't believe that this is surprising because all I'm doing is doing what daddy said to do. Right. So I'm like, well, obviously everyone didn't talk to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so time marches on and I meet my husband, Ruben, uh, would move here, take a whole bunch of years off work, uh, to hang out, spend time with Maxwell, who's now 16, and Haviland, who's now 13. And during this time, I learned two key things. From Maxwell and Haviland, I learned the whole concept of flexibility. Because when I told them, oh, you know, it's time for my to go back to work, their whole thought was, well, okay, as long as you pick us up every day at 2.30, don't forget our snacks. Right. <laughs> also, from Ruben, I learned this whole concept of passion and bringing passion into your job and what you do. He lives and works by a philosophy, and he has been with the same company since he began work after his master's in 1995. And the philosophy is based on a quote by Confucius, and the quote is, choose a job you love, and you never have to work a day in your life. So passion. So I needed to say to myself, well, where am I going to take passion, true passion and flexibility that I need at this time? And that's how I created Simple Better Solutions. And what I am now, is, which was your original question, is I'm a life coach, a speaker, and I create workshops. My whole purpose, my whole uh, why in terms of why I do what I do is to transform, revitalize, and simplify your lives. Helping you to connect who you are, what you want to achieve, and how you spend your time.
Right. And so that so it leads us back into how <laughs> you take some of the stuff because we, we get so boggled with all this other stuff. You help us simplify it and yes. basically ask us, what's our priority? Mm -hmm. What do you want to achieve? And yes. how does this look for you? Yes. How, how do you it. connect that it. to how you spend your time? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you, you basically, you listen to what somebody has and says, and maybe, are you picking up things that like are is not really benefit, benefiting them? Or, you know, I mean, I know you're actively listening and, and you give them like suggestions of this is not working for you? Or? Well, I, I do it, but I do it in the, through the process of, I have a curriculum and the curriculum is my time, my way. It's a 10 step curriculum. And the first step of the process is to create the life design declaration. So yes, we go through the process of answering what is working for you, what is not working for you, but it's not personalized where you're putting someone down for, for the choices that they're currently making. It's more or less, well now let's, let's look at new ways of looking at things. So we go through uh, understanding what a life design declaration is, doing some case studies, which removes it from it being personal. And then after each session together, you go back and do some homework. So the first session is we talk about the life design declaration. You choose the case study that you want to work with. There are three different case studies that, that I have. And then you go back and do your homework. And then we collect, connect again. Each part of our connection, you're building your own life action plan. So you're learning a new way of doing things, but it's not knocking you down from what you did before. It's more building you up with new information. Right. I know you said you love quotes, and this is the quote I love to say. It's like, what you know better, you do better by Dr. Maya Angelou, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I use that quote a lot. Yes, I, I, in fact, I used it in a, a workshop that I, I did yesterday. That's how I like to end a lot of my sessions with that quote. Right, right. Yes. Well, Ms. Dara, I, I always have a key question is, What's the one thing you want to leave the audience with? I want to leave the audience with the importance of, after you are done listening to this, really take some time to think about who you are. What is going to be your life design declaration? Who you, who, uh, and what do you prioritize personally as well as professionally? Because you don't want to start with creating goals. If you create goals and they're not tethered to who you are as a person, to your life design declaration, it's easy for them to just kind of flow in the wind. So what I would say is what, and what I would like to leave you with is take some time after you're listening, done listening to this, take out a sheet of paper, your device or whatever, I prefer paper, and just start jotting down some ideas as to what do you want out of your personal life? What do you want out of your, your professional life? What do you want out of this life? Who are you? I love those. I love those. So my next question is, well, I got two. I always say, okay, of course, well, two, right? <laughs> of course, go ahead. So this, the next question is, where can people find more information about you, your services, and what you do? Of course. So you can go to my website. My website is simplebettersolutions.com. You can send me an email at simplebettersolutions at gmail.com. You can find me on Google at Simple Better Solutions. You can find me on Facebook at Simple Better Solutions. And you can find me on Instagram as well as on Twitter at Simple Better S-O-L. How 
Okay. All right. Now my my last question. Of course. <laughs> my last question is, uh, would you be willing to come back and maybe dive into this conversation a little bit more, you know, once we get some um, feedback and, and maybe some questions from the uh, audience of like maybe um, some concepts that they'd like to know more about? Would you be willing to come back and? Of course I would. I would be honored to come back. It would be my true honor, Tanya. I, I, I definitely appreciate you having me on today. And the fact that you would ask me to come back means a lot. And of course, the answer is yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I also want to remind everybody, feedback is always welcome. Uh, email to if you have any guests and show ideas. Links to all the information that Dara mentioned and all her links to where you can find her on the social media will be posted in the comments. And if you're getting some nuggets, because Dar dropped a lot of them, <laughs> picking them up, hey, make sure you give us a thumbs up. That's how we know you enjoyed it. And if you're, and give us a comment, please give us a comment. And, and please, as Dar is sharing the insight and I get more people on there, your support would be really appreciated if you hit that like button down there, that subscribe mm -hmm. button. And remember, take things in stride, go with the flow and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. All right, so for right, for right now, have a great afternoon, and we'll talk to you later. Share with us. What was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers in the comments. everyone this is tanya popping in again to say thank you for listening to today's show coffee with tea interviews are always free and if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that's being shared please consider showing your support by all means buy me a coffee or become a supporter links are posted in the comments and again thank you for tuning in